Syngenta Horticulture. Technical information at your fingertips. Online, on socials, on podcast. With spring around the corner and sowing, transplanting and potting lines operating at their peak, root health takes even more of a priority than usual. Root diseases caused by species of the umycete pathogens, Pythium and Phytophthora, are particularly difficult to manage. Although they share some characteristics with fungi, some aspects of their biology and biochemistry are dissimilar, meaning only certain fungicides, such as subdue, have a mode of action able to control them. Different Pythium and Phytophthora species grow best at different temperatures. Some Pythium species can grow and spread at below 15 degrees Celsius. These umycetes spread readily in water including in over-moist growing media and in irrigation systems, especially if recycling the water. So cultural control starts with good irrigation management. Avoidance of overwatering is key, along with use of a free-draining growing medium. Water drawn from sources other than mains or boreholes, collected from greenhouse roofs or nursery runoff, or recycled, for example, should be treated or passed through a slow sand filter and routinely tested for umycete and other root pathogens. Lateral flow diagnostic kits are available for Phytophthora. Pests such as sharrod and shoreflies need to be controlled as they can spread umycete spores and create wounds through which the disease can then enter. Any plant debris that can act as a source of infection needs removing. These pathogens might arrive on your nursery on bought-in seedlings or young plants, so check with suppliers whether these were given a preventative treatment. If you grow on capillary matting, disinfect or renew that regularly. Young or recently transplanted or potted plants are the most vulnerable to Pythium, though damping off does not spread so readily within batches now that the cell trays have largely replaced traditional flats. So what should we be looking for? Well, any above-ground symptoms such as leaf wilting or yellowing are suspect because they could indicate root damage, which is preventing the plant from taking up enough water or nutrients. With protected ornamentals and propagation, chlorosis, wilting and stunting or even complete collapse are usually the first signs of pythium infection. Seedling crops may never emerge or do so unevenly, while infected cuttings may fail to root. Lightly infected young plants may fail to make a marketable grade following potting and growing on. Infections often cause a noticeable brown discoloration on the root, which tends to start at the root tips. Bedding plants prone to Pythium include Antirinum, Alyssum, Lobelia and Tegetes. Pot plants include Cyclamen, Fuchsia, Pelagonium and Poinsettia. Phytophthora is less common than Pythium in protected ornamentals, but it can inflict more damage. It tends to attack more mature plants, damaging root and crown tissues and causing leaf yellowing or wilting. Dianthus, Petunia, Tagetes and Viola are among bedding crops particularly susceptible to Phytophthora root rots, as are the pot plants such as Bellis, Fuchsia and Poinsettia and Primula. 
With regards to hardy nursery stock, poor growth, leaf yellowing or browning and wilting are all telltale signs of roots damaged by pythium or phytophthora. Phytophthora-infected roots may be discoloured, they might be brown or black, and can be soft or even soggy. Where the pathogen moves into the stem base, the tissue there might also be brown or blackened. Box, heathers, choicea, cordyline, hebe, lavender and lilac, and also rhododendron and viburnum, and a range of conifers are also susceptible to phytophthora root and basal rots. Leaf and stem symptoms on nursery stock attacked by pythium are similar to phytophthora infections. Root rotting might appear, as will a grey or brown discoloration at the root tips only. Infection might spread into the crown or herbaceous species. So how do we treat it? Well, even with good cultural control, protecting crops by treating the growing medium with subdue is a worthwhile precaution. Its active ingredient, metalaxyl, is a systemic phenylamide fungicide with preventative and curative activity against umycete root diseases. Subdue is versatile enough to be applied as a drench to the growing medium surface immediately after sticking or transplanting cuttings and potting, or as a spray onto and incorporated into the growing medium immediately before transplanting or potting. It's best used preventatively in the early stages of production or whenever you can identify a significant risk of infection. But it's also an effective curative drench treatment applied to the growing medium. Crops growing in treated media take the fungicide up through their roots. It's active against the pathogens in the growing medium or the plant tissue. It works by targeting the mechanism by which umycetes copy their genetic information for making proteins. That's the starting point for many key aspects of their metabolism. If you're using biological controls in the growing medium, such as pest-killing nematodes or beneficial fungi, such as trichoderma, the evidence suggests they're not harmed by subdue. Pre-stop, a biofungicide available from our partners at ICL, is worth considering as part of a resistance management programme against umycete and some fungal root diseases. It can be applied as a drench or through drip irrigation.